One of the things is, you know, I have a teenage daughter and she loves like every teenage daughter, you know, they want to buy all the makeup. And it's such a thing at that age, right? And like gift giving amongst the girls. This is what I'm hearing from moms of teenage girls. It's such a big thing. You know, the really good smelling lotions and candles and makeup and all of it. Yeah. And they're being marketed to. I mean, yeah. that's the thing, right? So they're being marketed to not, not the traditional way that we think, because typically you would see a commercial. That's how we're now they're getting marketed to on every single app they're on. TikTok is all the rage of showcasing these products, but they're not talking about anything that, um, you know, whether it's good or bad for you, they're just talking about how, right. And I don't even, I, I don't want to name names of products, but we know the ones that these teenage girls are talking about and they're not clean. So I had a huge battle with her about, well, yes, I get it. I'm a hair and makeup artist. Like I get that you want good products and we got to make sure that it's not super toxic. Right. And she's getting marketed from peers and it's during this uh, developmentally sensitive time, you know, adolescence is a huge part of development that you're specifically, especially sensitive to endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in all of these products. Welcome to the Salon Owners Holistic Blueprint, your podcast for unlocking the secrets to a thriving salon business through holistic practices. I'm Jacqueline Rodriguez, your host. And join me each week as we explore wellness, sustainability, and business success. Everything from attracting conscious clients to adopting eco-friendly practices. We're going to cover it all to elevate your salon business. Hello, and welcome back to the Salon Owners Holistic Blueprint Podcast. I am really excited to have our guest on today, Andrea Dara. Oh my goodness. See, I knew I was going to mess it up. (laughs) It's okay. Andrea Dara. Um, she has, I'm just so excited to talk to her because there are so many things that she is into. And I personally use her app switch natural. And, um, when Andrea found her, herself in a high risk twin pregnancy, she was determined to eliminate additional health risks by switching to safe beauty, baby and household products. Upon learning that personal care products are largely unregulated. Andrea started educating herself on the ingredients and avoiding those associated with adverse health effects. In 2019, she launched her blog, switchnatural.com, to share what she was learned or what she has learned with others, including the non-toxic products that she loves just as much as the conventional ones. Andrea has built a strong and supportive community on Instagram where she shares product feedbacks and information on ingredients. In 2022, Andrea launched her app, Switch Natural, to make it easy for people to switch to natural products. App users can scan products online and in-store, no barcode necessary, to find what potentially harmful ingredients they contain, if any, and you including ingredients descriptions, and relevant research related to its toxicity. Users can also shop Andrea's um, site for non-toxic alternatives on the app. So I've been actually using this app for quite a while, and I'm really excited to dive into all of the different pieces with you. So 
please welcome Andrea. I'm going to bring you Thank up. you. You add a pen. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be here talking to you today. Yes, I am excited to have you here. Like I said, I've been using your app. And one of the things is, you know, I have a teenage daughter and she loves like every teenage daughter, you know, they want to buy all the makeup. And it's such a thing at that age, right? And like gift giving amongst the girls. This is what I'm hearing from moms of teenage girls. It's such a big thing. You know, the really good smelling lotions and candles and makeup and all of it. (laughs) Yeah. And they're being marketed to, I mean, that's the thing, right? So they're being marketed to not, not the traditional way that we think, because typically you would see a commercial. That's how we're, now they're getting marketed to on every single app they're on. TikTok is all the rage of showcasing these products, but they're not talking about anything that, um, you know, whether it's good or bad for you, they're just talking about how, right. And I don't even, I, I don't want to name names of products, but we know the ones that these teenage girls are talking about and they're not clean. So right. I had a huge battle with her about, well, yes, I get it. I'm a hair and makeup artist. Like I get that you want good products and we got to make sure that it's not super toxic. Right. And she's getting marketed from peers and it's during this uh, developmentally sensitive time, you know, adolescence is a huge part of development that you're specifically, especially sensitive to endocrine disrupting chemicals that are in all of these products or a lot of them, I should say. Yeah. So I went to the store with her and the clean beauty, cause she was so excited that like she found these things and she's like, look, mom, they're clean beauty. And I pulled out your app and I'm like, okay, babe, here, let's, let's just see, you know? So (laughs) it kind of broke her heart on one end. And then she has something now that she's able to easily use that she can decipher. You know, she's still a teenage girl. She still wants to make these um, decisions on her own and now she at least has something that makes it a lot easier because I know how to look all these things up and how to really decipher them, but she's not going to. And a lot of people don't. So I'm I'm just really grateful that you have this app and that it's so easy to use. And that I, it's been like a tool for me to teach my daughter, but also yeah. all of the, my students in my salon, um, my holistic salon academy, I'm able to show them like, hey, we can make this easy, like scan it, use this app. So I I'm so happy to hear that because that is my goal is to have a tool to make it easy because it is so hard. And it's a great example with your daughter. And I think it's a couple things like that's such a learning lesson, right? You see clean and you're marketed. And then you find out that that's not necessarily the truth in it it might um, be a light bulb to think critically and realize that you can't just believe the front label, which is unfortunate, but it's the truth is that these labels don't have any, there's no legal definition for them. So companies can put natural, clean, non-toxic green on the front, and you really have to know what's inside. And that was my frustration when I got started on this journey is that it was so confusing. You know, at that time, um, in 2014, when I was pregnant, nothing was really marketed as clean, at least not not things on the shelves. I had to really search for 
brands that were calling themselves clean. And then when I would look at those that were clean, I would think, wait, this one has an ingredient that I saw over here. They said, this isn't clean. It's just so confusing and people need a simpler way because a lot of people have a desire to choose healthier products, but they don't have the tools to do so. And so uh, to hear that, to know that your daughter is using it and it's helping her make better decisions, it really just makes my day. And it's easier for me too, because I go through and I'm, I'm like, I'm teaching all of these things and I know a lot of it and these long words and what they actually mean. And, you know, trying to keep up with how everything's changing, it just makes it a very simple tool to use so that we can at least have some knowledge around what we are choosing and not choosing because that's been a big thing too like as she's going through the store and she's like but mom i really like this okay is there 10 toxic things in there is there one like being able to just decipher what's in it and then make a very um conscious choice absolutely for people yeah it's all about transparency. It, I mean, how can you make a better decision if you don't have the information? And I think everybody's decision might be different, but at least, you know, so I just want to bring to the forefront, here's what we're dealing with. And then you make decisions accordingly. You know, everybody's in a different part of their journey. They have different things that are important to them. But I think that any step that you make is a step in the right direction. It's not an endpoint; It's a journey. And all of these things add up over time because a lot of the risks with these products are long-term. It's not like you're using something in that day in some cases, but a lot of cases, it's not a reaction that you're seeing immediately. So if you can make these small changes and then over the years, I mean, suddenly five years goes by and you've used five more clean products. I mean, that's exposure that you're using every day. It adds up. Oh, for sure. That compound effect is huge. And then it's not even... It's not even just the the one product, right? And this is what I teach to all the time, especially for salon owners, because you as a consumer and you come in to get your hair done, you're in this environment for a short period of time. You're using the products that you choose at home, but we have multiple products and we're around those products, touching them and breathing them in for six to 10 hours a day. Yes. Gosh, that's so important. Wow. All of those things build up. So one toxic ingredient, but using it on top of 10, like, you know, one, one product might have one toxic ingredient, but then when you have 20 products that have one or more toxic ingredients, and then you're using it so often and right. It's like, that's something that we really like need to bring to the forefront and realize. And the routes of exposure too. I think some people think, oh, I'm just putting this on the ends of my hair, but you're, you're putting it on your hands and then you're putting it in the hair and then you're breathing it in the fragrance. There's, there's so much more to it Mm -hmm. than just single use. Yeah. It's a great point. It's so much. And you know, you said it, it's a journey, right? It's just taking the knowledge, the tools and making conscious choices and realizing like as consumers, anybody listening to this, that you're just using it in your own home and everything, try to, you know, one thing at a time when you are going to go buy a new shampoo, 
just try to make a better decision on what you know you're using. For my salon owners, everything that you bring in when you are like, I know that it's a lot harder because we've got to, you know, supply everything. And we're making these choices like for the entire salon, but you still can bring in new products, test them out, see how you like them. There's so many more options now than when I got started over a decade ago. Like, like you said, there was, wasn't on the shelf. That's so true. There's options now and it, and they work there are options that work just as well, if not better, which is so cool. And I think it's with products, it's why not change them? We don't have, there's no reason at this point with all, with everything that's available to us. And I think it's a really, um, really important point. I know that you're talking to salon owners and people that work in salons because there's some of the research has been done specifically on people that work in salons. Like I know in the nail industry, a lot of the research on phthalates because the, the ones that were showing the most sickness were the people that were working in those salons because they were getting condensed exposure all day, every day. And I think, um, you know, which translates, it could be harming us too, that are not in the salon and people that are, but it's just really important, especially for people that are around it all of the time, so much of their, their life. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are at higher exposure. We're just around it so much more. And that's why it really is my mission to showcase that we, there are options and that we can just start making a few different changes to reduce the amount. Like there's not everything in the salon because unfortunately there's just not a clean option for everything that we have to use. Right. So, and I love what you're doing too, because it's such a trickle down effect. I mean, if you're able to educate people working in the salon and then they're able to educate, um, their clients coming in, you just have this ability to reach so many people, which is amazing. Yeah. It's that ripple effect. I mean, because we are like, our clients really do trust in us and look up to what we say for hair and for makeup. Yeah. You're the professional. That's right. And so when we are educated and we start, you know, really just pulling back the layers of crap (laughs) that we hear day in and day out, because we really are, it's all a marketing tool, just like it is for the consumer. It's the same type of marketing that we're getting. And we're so indoctrinated into this one belief system that these are the products that work the best and they're the pro products. And this is what we have to use. And there's no other options or the other belief that a lot of um, salon owners and stylists have is like that. It's just too expensive, but I've done the research. I've broken down everything. Just like when you go into the beauty professional um, store, there's anything from low end to high end. And now there's a lot of clean beauty that's coming out that gives us a lot more options. You're exactly right. And I've seen prices come down there. I think when I started, it seemed like almost everything was, um, had higher price tag, like with the, within like a professional range type price tag, but now there's options within, I mean, ever all expands inexpensive to quite expensive. Yeah. Yes. And that's because the demand is increasing. Yes. So when we start demanding more in the salon, professional products that are cleaner, that's just going to get better for us. 
So the more we start demanding with the more we start looking and researching and come like, that's why this community, right. Coming together, us working together, the green beauty coalition, all of the communities coming together, we have a louder voice in that way. Right. And I think that, um, with all, with the negative side of greenwashing, it is a testament to how much the industry is recognizing that that's what people want, right? Yeah. If everyone's trying to label their product as clean, which is hope, which gives me hope, which is exciting. Exactly. Me too. I mean, that's, it's amazing. Like you said, their side part of the negative, but when we do our job and that's what you're doing, that's what I'm doing. We're educating on saying, Hey, look at it. Look at the baseline, like look at the actual ingredients And the greenwashing won't be as effective if we come together and say something and start demanding that, which I do see more of. So that's only going to help us in the long run that the greenwashing is not going to be effective and they're going to stop doing it because we're going to stop using it. Yes. And I've seen in my personal experience and people that have told me when they reach out to companies and ask, hey, you're using this ingredient. I've researched that this could be harmful because they will actually, some companies will go and change formulas. I've seen it happen, which is pretty incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more, like what we should be looking for, um, you know, especially for salon owners or for, you know, stylists, like in that realm, like what should we be looking for? And what can we do if we want to make change? Who do we contact? Like, how do we get some change like that? That's, I would email all day if I could. (laughs) Yeah. So I think any way that you can, it just, I have found that every company is different. So some respond quickly to a DM on Instagram. Some of them you won't, you'll hear crickets on Instagram, but an email, you will get a response or some you have to call. I think companies have different customer service models, the way that they're set up. And so you just kind of have to try different angles and some of them I have to be persistent with. And I will say this, their answer will tell you a lot you know, they might completely deflect and that happens a lot too, but there are some that are willing to change and they're trying to create safe products that work and they want to hear back and they want feedback. And so it's really cool when you can reach them that way. As far as things that you should look out for, I'd say the biggest and easiest thing to look out for on an ingredient label or to ask about products is their fragrance because Fragrance is in the U.S. considered a trade secret. Companies do not have to disclose what's in the fragrance and what it's made up, made up of. And it can be hundreds of chemicals. And not only that, when when research has been done on the fragrance, they're finding really harmful chemicals in there. So we want to know, we want to make sure that we know what's in the fragrance. If you see fragrance on the ingredient list, you want to ask, what is that fra- What is the fragrance made up of? What are those ingredients? And then. Also to that point, it's important that the company is transparent with everything that's in the product. If you can't find an ingredient list, that's a huge red flag. You know, they need to be transparent and say, this is what's in our product. And I think that those two things will tell you a lot asking those two questions. So glad you said both of those because I preach those all day. Oh, awesome. Okay, good. And in my academy, one of the things like we go through uh, what's important to you as a business owner and like bringing those really important things that is personally important to you into your salon makes you unique. 
period. Yes. Right. Yes. So bringing that in and I teach them how to start looking for products that align with their unique stand. This episode is brought to you by the Holistic Salon Academy. At the Academy, you gain access to knowledge, tools, and a thriving community you need to excel in the clean, green, and sustainable beauty business. By joining the Holistic Salon Academy, you become a pioneer in a new era of beauty and wellness. And all of that means going in and researching. So looking at the website, like you said something earlier, like their response, not only their response will tell you so much, but if you look at their product and they say, you know, clean or green or whatever, and then you go to their website and nowhere on the website, are they talking about what the impact is, um, why they chose clean, why they're doing the things like they're vision and mission statement should be somewhere on the website because as you know this is not an easy job <laughs> like going clean and sustainable in your business takes a lot more and it really does kind of require some passion behind it and you showcase that so if it's not on their website anywhere and the ingredients aren't there like it's a major major red flag so i'm so glad you brought that point up I love that you are teaching people to embrace and to lean into their uniqueness, because I think that that is what's so attractive and that's what people want to be around. And there's so much to be said for energy when you're going to a place to have a beauty service, you want to feel good and you want to know what they stand for. And how great is it to walk into a salon and know that they're doing everything they can to be clean or sustainable or just try to make a positive impact? I think it's really important these days and people are paying attention and asking the questions because you want to feel good about where you're spending your money and who you're spending your time with. Yes, that's that right there. People have decisions. They have so much more information now that they are making a stand. Like I, I like to say every single dollar you spend, you're making a vote. So true. You're voting for what you like or what you dislike. And the days of salons just being, you know, cookie cutters and offering the same thing and, you know, just focusing in on like what new service they can like, balayage expert or extension expert or whatever. It's gone are those days. People want to know what you actually stand for. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, I think you're spot on with that. It's totally true. Yeah. And they are voting with their money. So when you can have a, your website, like before they even walk into your salon, like if you showcase on your website, what you stand for. If you showcase on your social who you are, what, why this is important, and you're transparent. I've been in the clean and sustainable um, realm for over a decade. There are still a lot of things that I am not, like that I haven't implemented, that I haven't been able to do. I'm transparent about it because I know what I have done is huge. And there's so much more because it's not a destination. It's just a journey. So I keep making changes as I can. 
Yeah. And I think that it, it's relatable too, and people need to understand and not feel so much pressure to do it all at once or to feel like they're not doing it perfect. So they shouldn't do it at all. I think that is a common sentiment that I hear from people is it's too overwhelming. And so I'm just not going to do it. So then people need to understand that we're all on our own journey and we're at different points and we start at the beginning and that's just how it goes. And what you were saying about, um, putting that uniqueness and putting your face forward is so important. I, I know that when I'm looking for products to use, that if I can see the, the founder or the owner or the person, um, or people that work there talking about the product or service, you have a human connection and you want to support that person. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. I mean, anything that I'm always connected to the people behind the brand. And I know that some, some salon owners or, um, well, I mean, we're used to being out in front of people, but I think social media and on our website, it's a little different, right? So it's embracing that. Like, I am not perfect. I am dyslexic. I am also all over the place. (laughs) So (laughs) coming on camera is so important for your brand and for your salon, because they want to see the people behind the chair and do they actually connect with them? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love, love, love this conversation. So tell us a little bit more about your app and like, let's dive into that so people can um, see. I don't know if we can show it or you know what, we'll um, pull some, some B-roll up of it. Like, cause I've actually recorded myself going through there too. And I know that you have too. So we can share that because I don't think we can pull it up here or actually while you're talking, I'm going to see if I can't, um, pull it up and share screen. Okay, great. So the app is, um, set up, it has two, well, the main function is obviously the scan and you have the option to, if you're standing in a store or you have a product in front of you, you can use your camera on your phone and take a picture, um, in the app and the app will, detect any harmful ingredients that are in that photo in that photograph. And what it'll do is it'll give you a list, a list of those ingredients. And then you can tap each ingredient and it'll give you a description as to why that ingredient was flagged. And then below that, there will be links to the relevant research. It was really important to me to have those descriptions and those links, because I think if you understand why something's getting flagged, you're more likely to notice it next time. And some people just There are people that just want to know, what do I avoid? But I think some people really want to understand and are more likely to make decisions. And I've actually had people tell me that when they're trying to help people that they love or people in their life switch, if they can show them why, then they're much more likely to do it than if you just say, oh, you should avoid that because it's carcinogenic. If you can actually go back to the research, point to why this is being flagged. So the app has the ingredients, the descriptions, the links to the relevant research. And then the other way that you can use the apps, if you're shopping online, um, you can, if you have your phone and you're on the website, you go find the ingredients on the company website, you screenshot it, you pull that up in the app and you can scan that way. And that was super important to me because I do so much shopping online. I mean, that's just the truth. I, I, and even if I'm doing so much searching for products online, even if I go into buying it in the store most of the time I'm shopping online. So that is really cool that you can do that. And then if your product shows harmful ingredients, there's an option to find a clean option. So you can go over to the shop, 
type, say you're looking for a shampoo, you type in shampoo and you can sort through all, all the clean options that I found, um, for shampoo and buy those there. Okay. I have lots of discount codes from brands on there too. So if you're shopping on the app, if there's a flag next to it, that means you can add a discount code when you go to checkout. That's amazing. And seriously, there's a lot of apps that have come out that are doing this. Some of them have the, you know, the links and everything. Some don't, you know, but the, we cannot ever have enough apps because it's going to be unique to each person. And the experience with your app seriously is easy. And that was big. And because you linked the articles, I could showcase, I I mean, point blank when I'm talking to my daughter. Right. She doesn't care. She's like, yeah, Carson, okay, what what does that mean? And then I was able to go through and show, hey, this is exactly what I'm talking about. So this one affects fertility, affects blah, 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 whatever. And that's when she was like, Oh, oh, that's terrible. And it shed a whole new light for her because I was able to show her for real research um, that it's not just mom or a friend saying, Hey, this isn't good for you. That's big. Yes. It's, and it's not, people need to understand that it's not fear mongering. And I always try to communicate this information in in a gentle way because I think some, everybody reacts differently and some people just get so upset. And I mean, I was frustrated when I was first learning about this, but the cool thing is, is we have the option to choose better. So, um, unfortunately this is the reality that we're living in, but we make, we make better choices when we can. And it, and it does make a difference. Oh, for sure. And I, I think I just either did a post or, um, a YouTube or a a podcast around showcasing and like talking, especially for salon owners, right? Like we got fear mongering when we're talking to our kids, like that's, that's a little different because they're always like, it's just a different conversation. But when we're behind the chair and we're teaching, whether you're a salon owner and you're teaching your staff or you're a hairstylist and you're teaching your clients, it does not have to be with fear or this whole thing being like the negative part of it, because there's so much more positive that comes from it. Like being able to use these things without having to worry and the impact that it's not only making on your body, but what is the impact on the earth? Like how can we lean into the positive and not create that whole fear around it? Because it fear is not going to get us, as far as we think. Thank you for joining today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed the training. And if you have any questions about anything I talked about in today's training, or honestly, anything I've talked about on this podcast, I want you to go to www.cleanbeautybiz.com advisor, or you can click the link in the show notes where you can ask me any questions you have about this episode or anything else that I have covered on this podcast. Again, that link is www.cleanbeautybiz.com. And this amazing little tool allows you to get your specific questions answered by me 24 seven.
Yeah, that's really true. It And I love that you said it's better for the earth too, because I set out on this journey really to find safe products for me. But what I've learned along the way is that safer products are more sustainable too. They're in their eco, more eco-friendly. And it's like, it's a win all around um, when you make these changes. It really is. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like we break down the difference between clean, green and sustainable products. And when you're looking at sustainability, it is like a holistic view of where is the ingredient sourced? How are they, those people sourcing it? How are they being treated? So it's really along the line. It's the entire life cycle of that product. It's not just is that ingredient clean, but also then not fair trade. You know, people are having to not get paid enough to source that. Like there's all of these moving pieces, but when you find these products, a lot of them, and they're not, you know, they're being transparent and they're not greenwashing. A lot of them are looking full circle of what are they able to change from the entire life cycle of the product how it comes in and how it's even after you're done with it, like, where does it go after that? It's very, very true. The brands that are making the effort to choose clean ingredients are often making efforts all through the whole cycle. And what's cool too, is I've seen brands even continue to make, like they haven't stopped. They're continuing to change their bottles, use more sustainable bottles. I mean, it's, they're constantly evolving, which is very neat to see over time. Yeah. Well, that's that whole point of, um, like I was saying before, I teaching in the academy to go with what's aligned with you, but your life cycle, like your, your business, your belief systems will change. Cause mm-hmm. when I started, it was only about the ingredients. I didn't, I didn't even really think about sustainability or green ingredients. I didn't know that much about it. So when I started over a decade ago, I was just like, okay, what are the really bad ones? I don't want to use those. How can I clean that up? But because you go down that um, rabbit hole, I really did go down the rabbit hole, but I started looking at all of the different things. So then green ingredients started to become more important to me. How can I make it more natural? How can I, you know, do that? And then the sustainability came in and I was like, okay, well now this has become important to me. I didn't start doing all of that. I only started with one part of it. And then I grew because the importance of it to me became more relevant. And that brought everything else behind it. And that's why I still have a ton of things that I want to like implement in my business, but I am only one person. So there's a game plan and I'm being transparent about that game plan. And to your point of these companies are starting to look at what more they can do. And when they're clear and transparent about that, you know that they're committed to it because they've got a long-term plan and they're ever evolving. Yes. It's so to back to your point about fear mongering. I think when you, I think your attitude about it and your perspective is also contagious. You know, I like look at this as a, it's such a positive thing that you, that 
that brands are changing and that you're making changes. And people will ask me, do you ever just get anxious about, about it? And I really don't. I try to take the information that I know and make a choice. You have the power to make choices and better choices. And you're, if you're doing the best that you can and you're learning what you can, then you should feel good about that. That's something you can control. And it's not something that to worry about. I mean, there are environmental, um, toxins that are unavoidable, right? What your neighbor's using that's getting blown in the air over to your house, you can't control, but, but what you can control is the products that you're buying and putting on your body day in and day out. So I think just to feel good about that and not, and not, not be fearful. That point right there is so important because when I got started on my journey, I felt like I couldn't use anything else. And then I would feel terrible if I was like in another place, didn't have my ingredients, like the things that I use, like I would, it would almost like build up this fear within me. And I had to sit down and just like, I am doing the best I can. I cannot cut all of these things out overnight without driving myself insane. So I I just committed to like taking one step at a time and I am human. I mean, I still like, I eat pretty clean. And then there are times that I run through fast food and I'm not going to feel bad about it because 80% of the time I am very consciously making better choices, eating healthier, not putting toxins on me or around me, around my kids. I'm educating, I'm doing my part. Yeah. And the other times it, it is what it is and that's okay. And I think the worry and the, if you, if you, bring all of that on. It's almost, it can be worse than the exposure itself. Yeah. Well, and it'll make you stop too. Yeah, that's true. It'll make you throw in the towel. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So you've got the stress that it causes on your body, which we all know stress is not good for you. Mm -hmm. And then it will make you stop. Be like, this is just not worth it. I can't keep going. So just taking breaths in between and letting things go. But I kind of have put that to my whole entire life. Like I don't worry about the things that I can't change. And that's how I kind of live my life. So there's a lot of things in the environment, in politics and people around me that I cannot change. I cannot allow that fear to stop me from making the changes that I can. Yes. And I, that's, I love that because I always say that once you're on this journey, it kind of spills into other areas of your life in a positive way. Yeah, It sort of propels you forward and, and helps you see things in a different way, in a more accepting way. And you're just doing what you can. It um, it's, it's good. Yeah. I love it so much. And it's, you know, that's the thing that we're, we're showcasing these tools. We're showcasing the, the thought and the emotions and beliefs behind it, because we've both been through it. Like, and I'm still going to go through, like, there's still stuff where I find out I'm like, oh man, this is not the best. Like, let me switch things up. You know, it it is a little upsetting sometimes because you think companies are doing super great and it is what it is. So then I just make a different choice the next time and being human and just moving forward that's all it's about. And with your tool, you make it easy. And that's what, you know, that's what we're looking for. And that's why I'm so excited to have you here because 
anybody that is making our lives easier to be able to make better conscious choices, you're doing the work and that's so important. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to hear that. And I'm so happy to be able to talk about it. And I appreciate the platform that you have and the impact that you're making. Thank you. Yes, we combine and combine forces and work together and just show people that it can be done easy without fear and, you know, just coming together. So I would love to hear like, where can people find you? Where do they get your app and things in the link, but definitely tell them. Yeah. So I am very active on Instagram. It's switch.natural. I'd love to hear from you. I I have this great community, um, very open answering questions. And I'd love to hear from you there. Also, my blog is switchnatural.com. I have a ton of information about products, researches in there uh, by product category, what to look out for, what you can buy. Also, my app is on the App Store and Google Play, so you can find it in both places. And I think that's about, yeah, email me, Andrea at switchnatural.com. Beautiful. And we will have all of them linked to make it really, really easy in the show notes for you. So if you're listening on um, Apple or, you know, wherever you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go to the show notes, click through, you know, get all the goodies there. And then if you're on YouTube, like comment, share, like subscribe. So you get more and more clean, green and sustainable beauty tips and tools on this channel. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming on, talking to us and sharing your amazing journey and the things that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening and make sure that you come back and listen for next week as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Salon Owner's Holistic Blueprint. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow and subscribe. Until next time, stay inspired, stay passionate, and keep thriving in the world of holistic beauty.